Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. You come to a crevasse. Someone has felled a large tree such that the trunk spans the gap. Tokus rolls up his sleeves and I cast jump. So we walk across the felled tree with Lobbock's lengthy line as our guide. As you get about halfway across the bridge, you see up in the sky a few dark shapes that just come out from over the tree line and then start making their way towards you. I speed up. I'm going to ready hypnotic pattern. Your pattern flashes in the sky and the four manticores begin to drop. The question is, do they hit bottom before they regain their power of flight? I think it's deeper than... They will fall. Uh, one round of falling. Mm. But will they break out of the hypnotic pattern's effects in time? Find out next time on the <laughs> Damage Guild Podcast. But they have a chance to break out of it each turn, right? No. I thought they did. Someone else can break them out of it. Yeah. Someone else can take an action. Punching them in the throat. (laughs) So wait a second. They're all going to hit the ground? No, no, no. He says he thinks the chasm is deeper than that. But I will shoot them on the way down anyway. Deeper than one round of falling, but it lasts for a minute. For a minute. So So that's... Ten rounds. At the moment, they're falling, and I'm going to go back to Shaba. Do you want to do anything to them? Yeah, I want to shoot one on the way down. <laughs> right, okay. You want to mark him, too? <laughs> I don't care if he's falling. I don't want him to get back up. Oh, is he favored? Do you favor him? No. Are there not beasts? They're monstrosities. Mm. Oh, okay. Well, I rolled a natural 20 on my attack roll, so <laughs> that happened. Uh, but without the mark, that will be 2d8 plus 3. Oh. Mm. So... Uh, that is, uh, that's 10 damage. I mean, hey, it's something, right? Because I don't know if the one that I mark will come back up on this side, or if it will fly off somewhere. Just because they're flying creatures, it's a little bit more dicey. Because if he dies, or or if he, like, decides to fly off somewhere else... He's not gonna die now, you woke him up. Yeah, so with flying creatures, if they don't die and they fly off, then I can't mark anybody else. Mm. Yeah, you don't have to defend yourself. I don't fault you for it. What I might have waited to see... I would have readied a shot in your shoes. I mean, your Goliath boots. Because, <laughs> you know, see if they fell all the way. But Yeah, well, bygones. Do you <laughs> shoot and then talk later? Well, well you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I shoot first and ask questions later. We don't always have to agree. Stripey going to do anything or just stay readied? Uh, Stripey is going to continue to be ready. Yeah, so Shaba and Tokus are on the other side of the camp squabbling. Why? Why'd you shoot him? <laughs> but but they were Shaba. But they were following, and Aslo had hypnotized them. What are you thinking? When you shoot a moving target in flight, you have to shoot ahead of them so that your arrow strikes. So when I saw them beginning to fall and knew that Aslo's spell had flashed, I aimed down into the chasm and fired my arrow so that it hit when it got there. <laughs> That's a pretty sick shot. It's pretty some pretty advanced physics there. Those poor helpless manticores. That's sick. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's just it's brutal. Okay, Tokus. How close is the one that Shaba just shot? It's probably about 100 feet down. Sounds good. Down in the chasm? Yes. Oh man. So I can't hex it then. Hex is 90 feet. Can I like dangle at 
sounds dangerous. I should just I should just shoot it. I'm just gonna shoot it. So I'm gonna shoot the one that he shot. Okay. Might as well now since you woke it up anyway. That's right. And that was better this time. That, my friends, is a seventeen to hit. Alright. Yeah, just in case their characters don't realize it, I shout across the chasm. Damage knocks them out of the stupor. Don't shoot them. Uh-oh. I'm shooting the same one that Shaba already shot. Okay, that's fine, because now we're going to have to kill that one. I don't think they're going to die. I think we're going to have to kill all of them anyway. It's going to be some mad falling damage if they're falling for up to a minute. Well, we hope that some of them hit, but we've committed to shooting one of them, so let's just finish. <laughs> so that is a nice, healthy 14 damage off of that. Mm. I rolled a 5 and a 9. Nice. Wow. You didn't tell me if the 17 hit or not. Uh, yes, it hits. Sweet. It shatters on its back and the manticore roars. Yeah. Next thing that happens, four more identical manticores <laughs> shoot out of the sky. <laughs> wow, what are the odds? <laughs> well, I did suggest that you had a somewhat limited vision, so there might be more of them flying out there. <laughs> But you don't see those right now. What you do hear is an angry, bellowing roar coming from behind Shaba and Tukis. What? Were those just the babies and this is the mama manicore? No, this sounds more humanoid. <laughs> oh. Uh-oh. But you turn around and see and hear crashing through the trees towards you. It's probably the troll that guards the tree bridge that mm. we just crossed. Wouldn't he be under it, though? Yeah, but there's no place to go under a tree. Oh, true. That's a bridge. You see a gigantic 16-foot brute of a giant. What? Whoa! Say what now? <laughs> that is gigantic indeed. You recognize this as a hill giant. Oh, oh nice. You've lived your life in the mountains, so you know all about the giants? Yes, I do. I've seen many hill giants before and chosen not to tangle with them. So this is rather unfortunate. <laughs> Super glad I didn't mark one of the Manticore's BT dubs. <laughs> uh, I redact what I said, Shaba. <laughs> it's okay, you don't have to redact it. <laughs> no, no. Can we just hug and make up? I insist that we need to fight this thing immediately and we can worry about <laughs> hugging after we have defeated it. All right. So, Shaba, with your familiarity with giants, you think that this one looks perhaps a little bit more intelligent than other hill giants that you've seen? Oh, no. It has a little bit more clothing on, and it's got a, an actual built club instead of just a hunk of wood that it's carrying. It's wearing some Dapper Dan in its hair. <laughs> it's got a top hat on. <laughs> you wouldn't go so far as to call it smart, but maybe a little bit smarter than other ones you've seen. Okay. You can tell it is very angry. Uh-oh. You're not necessarily sure what it's angry at. I can see it on our, our Patreon now when you release the stat block for this monster eventually. It'll just be called a smart giant. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Hill Giant. By the way, patreon.com slash damage guild. Check it out if you haven't yet. And as it's running towards you, it reaches down, scoops up a big boulder, chooses its target carefully, and throws it over both of your heads. What? Oh. What? Wow, that was a natural one. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> this fight is going great so far. Oh, man. Out of the five D20s that I've rolled for this fight, three of them were ones. Wow. <laughs> so. Well, where is the boulder going? Well, I don't know. <laughs> so the boulder flies over your heads and smashes into the opposite side of the cliff. Oof. Oh, man. Um, it gets kind of close to where Aslo was. Mm. And you can feel its impact. 
He knows the rule about killing the caster first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> always kill the healer. True. <laughs> or the, yeah, or the spellcaster. Actually, I jump at the exact moment that it crashes with the side of the cliff, so that I don't feel the impact. <laughs> You see also the tree there kind of shifts a little bit as rocks fall out from underneath it. Hmm. And it's Ezlo's turn. How far away is it from Shaba and Tokus? 60 feet past them, so hundred, little over 100 feet away from you. Okay. You guys don't think that giants have great wisdom saves, do you? I do not. Okay. I could make it so that he's worse at his wisdom if you... Heck, you know, if I hex him first. I think that doesn't work with saves, though, we decided, right? Yeah, that's not saves. Ah. It's ability checks. Yeah, we discussed this last time. I'm going to give that a shot, then. I will um, shake things up a little bit, this combat, and uh, <laughs> cast Hypnotic Pattern at the giant. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that will end it on the others. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah, because it's concentration. Don't do that, then. No, I do not want to do that. Which one do you want to disable, the giant or the three manticores? <laughs> I want to disable the, the second one before I cast it. Well, I, I feel like we should see this to fruition. We should see like if some of the manticores hit bottom first, right? We definitely should. Yeah, no, I'm definitely not going to cast it. I don't want to tell you what to do with your turn. I'm just merely stating the obvious. No, you are tr- you are right about that. I think my best bet, then, is to... Hand crossbow, shoot at the manticore that has been fired at already. That one's still 100 feet down, you said, along with the others? Yeah. Because it hasn't actually started flying up yet. All right. So, hand crossbow, which, um, mini update for our listeners, I had actually been using the wrong stats for my weapons up until recently. No, in Glass Rock, you switched them out. You you decided you wanted to... Oh, there you go. Yeah, I decided I wanted to downgrade my crossbow to a hand crossbow. So, <laughs> hand crossbow maximum range is 120, which means that I shoot with disadvantage. But the hand crossbow is relevant, and sometimes you aren't in range or something else. You could pop off the shots and still use your extra attack, so it may come up where you can kill something, even if you're not close enough to the next thing. And It might make that easier, yeah. So it's not a strict downgrade. That is a not a hit. So my bolt flies wide, and I uh, then I look at Tokus, and I give him bardic inspiration. I say, Tokus, the depths of your knowledge are deeper than the depths of this crevasse. <laughs> oh, that's, that's so nice. And that knowledge helps you cast good spells and fight real good, so use it. <laughs> I will hold it near and dear to my heart forever. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my turn. Back to the manticores. I don't know that anyone is watching them super closely with the new threat that appeared, but you see the one that's awake veers off and rams into one of the other ones that's Mm. falling to wake it up. However, the other two continue to fall and smash into the ground below. What? Wow. There's, like, manticraters? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Wow. But did they splat? Are they, like, can we tell? (laughs) Unfortunately, you can't see what actually happened because they kind of smashed through trees on the way down. But from the speed they're going at, they're probably at least severely injured. I mean, their wings might slow down their fall a little bit, but they just crashed into the ground. Wow. That was the strongest use of hypnotic pattern I have ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) It's not saying much by comparison, (laughs) but... Uh, That's true. I've only seen you use it, Aslo, but that was sweet. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was sweet. 
That was pretty great. Say thanks, and then I blow the smoke off my finger guns. <laughs> the other two manticores start to fly back up. Mm. And actually, the one that just woke up swings its tail towards Aslo, launching three gigantic spikes. Oh, wow. Oh my gosh. And hit. hit. Uh, I would like to make one of them re-roll their attack. Oh, one of the spines? Or is it the whole attack? One of the ones that hit. Okay, so you turn one hit into a miss, and one of the spikes still hits you. Okay. You take six points of damage. Ouch. Still hurts. Ouchies. Not fun. Do not recommend. (laughs) These spines are probably like a foot long. Mm. And maybe an inch thick or so, I would guess. (laughs) Ouch. Goodness. So I have one of those. I basically have a tree branch lodged into my body. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Uh, And back to Shaba. I think at the sight of this giant, an ancestral enemy of the Goliath, Shaba is perhaps a bit shaken, maybe even a little scared because of his past experiences with giants, as we all know. They have a little bit of PTSD. Yeah. Or PTSG. PTSG. Pete, yes. <laughs> True. Post-traumatic stress. Post-traumatic. Thane was doing yeah. his thinking face. It's, it's not that complicated. <laughs> I just replaced. But G for giant or Goliath or... Yeah, G yeah. for giants. G Willikers. G for giant. Should probably be PGSD. Post-giant stress disorder. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you. PGST. Yes. Or just post-stress giant disorder. Uh, So I think my knee-jerk reaction would be to expend a lightning charge from my bow. You know, Markham too? Sounds electrifying. Uh, Yes, I can do that because I don't have to... The the charge just happens as part of my attack action. Yeah, it's not a bonus thing, right? Yes, so I mark him with my monologue. And I say, I'm Shaba. And I, I'm speaking quietly be- and quickly because he's charging right at me, and I'm scared of him. Uh, so I'm Shaba, born of Crag and Thunder, son of Pachaka, last of the Davide clan, exile of the tribe of Arakashan, and wielder of the lightning of the Ramlord. You have earned my offense, and I swear you this solemn vow. You shall not outlive this day. And I unleash my attack. And I... Hmm, do I use a bardic here? <laughs> so, wait, Shaba truly believes that the bow was bestowed on him from the lighting powers of Kavaki? Of course. <laughs> Naturally. So that bandit stole it from Kavaki's treasure chambers. <laughs> it was m- destined to come to me, like the One Ring. <laughs> it was supposed to always be mine, when the time was right, as Kavaki had preordained. I think here I would like to... What are my options after I've already rolled 1d20? I can't rub the lucky rabbit's foot after I've rolled. You can use the bardic inspiration. Mm-hmm. But I can use the bardic. And it is a d8 now, right? It's a d is 8. I think I kind of have to do that. And that is not not good at all. Because uh, I rolled a 1 on the bardic. So what did you get <laughs> total? Well, that's one more than you had before. That is a 12 to hit. Mm-hmm. That is not enough. <laughs> no, all right, I'll take D6 <laughs> damage. Uh, I take two. That was a warning shot. <laughs> <laughs> As the lightning streaks past him. 
All right, and uh, <laughs> I guess maybe I step out of the way and hope that he keeps right on going, uh, and I'll end my turn. How close are you to the edge? Uh, I had 15 feet, got me five from the edge, and then... Well, if you shot... No, you didn't shoot down. The others did. Uh, no, I, I did shoot down at the falling dude. You did shoot down. Okay, yes. So if you shot down, then you have to be at the edge of the... Okay, so I will... I'm going to move out of the way of this guy's path so that he has to divert to come towards either me or Tokus. So I guess I'll move to the right further into the chasm, I assume. Well, I guess it just kind of goes for both in both directions. Yeah. Uh, so I'll move away from Tokus, I, what I, which I assume to the right. Uh, I'll just move a full move and stay along the edge of the chasm, but move up gradually, like maybe till I'm 10 feet away from the edge. If that makes sense? So I'm moving sort of diagonally in my full move. All right. I was mostly just wondering if you were standing right on the edge still. Yeah. So now just uh, I'll position myself, you know, again, Pythagorean theorem. But I, we, know, <laughs> we, we know C. So it's 30 feet, but going 10 feet away from the edge. Mm-hmm. Or ending up 10 feet away. Okay, I'm done. And are you going to summon Stripey across the log? Uh, no. Not at this time. I guess that puts us over at Tokus. So you just heard crackling thunder from next to you, and then Shaba ran away. Bravely. Bravely. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking at the Wand of Web, and I don't know if it's going to be all that effective against this giant, because even though it starts with a deck saving throw, to keep him restrained, their strength check has to... Oh, well, hill giants are kind of known for strength. I think Web was a good idea against the flying creatures, not so much against the giant. So I think we need to change tactics here. Pivot. I agree. Using my item interaction, I will take the crystal out of the box. Ah, my precious. Okay, no, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't. Ah, don't do it. I've been waiting to use this crystal <laughs> this way. And first, I will hex the giant for... Jab it into your own eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, evildoer. <laughs> you still never learned how many charges it had, right? And you've never charged it up? No, that's true. Techno, techno. Oh, don't tell me it's empty. I was about to do something really cool, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's not empty at the moment. You know how in Skyrim you can get those abilities that fill a soul gem when you kill somebody? Mm -hmm. I think we should probably, like, disable our enemies and then just leave the crystal by them for a while to drain the last of their life's essence, and thereby recharge the crystal. <laughs> so you're going to slowly age them to death. Yes. Over many hours. <laughs> <laughs> but it drains the whole land around it, too, unless you, like, sealed them inside mm -hmm. a, a box with the crystal. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's okay. It'll recover. It's a sacrifice I am willing to make. I'm willing to make. Nature <laughs> finds a way. So. <laughs> We're good. Yeah, Shaba has seen Jurassic Park. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go full Shadow Tokus. Check this out. And I want to hex the giant. I think I'm correct to hex him for either strength or perhaps wisdom. Do we think that we'll maybe still hypnotic? Uh, I was not going to. It doesn't affect saves anyway. Be nice for him to be hexed for strength in case he tries to grapple me. You know, them being known for their strength. Yeah, strength would be the way to go, I feel like, unless Aslo has any other mind-affecting effects that he's planning on enacting. Nope. Okay. Sure don't. But you don't know what his plans are anyway. Right. Let's go with strength, because that still opens the window for... 
Maybe the Wand of Web. All right, let's do this. And Tokus hexes, and then I load a particular vial into the vial of pull. I haven't used this in a long, long time. Mm. I'm going to chromatic orb this guy. Ooh, Ooh nice. Uh, what chromatic, what chromanticore are you going to use? <laughs> I think I'm going to lead with acid. That's an MTG joke for you, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Brian would know a thing or two about that. Ah. That's true. <laughs> flare. Soul flare. Heck yeah. That's right. Yeah, the soul flare deck. That's right. Because I also want to, if you'll let me, I want to draw power from the crystal and up my spell rank oh. on this chromatic orb. In this case, roll your attack first because it's an all or nothing and it's oh. not worth gathering all the dice if you don't roll them. Uh, we don't need this. Uh, okay, no, I'm down for that. I, I don't know whether or not I can recharge it. I charge it after the fact or how does, how does it work? How many charges are you going to attempt to draw from the crystal? Just just one extra. I just want it to be up two instead of one on the rank. You can do that yourself without using the crystal. I don't know level two spells still. I thought you got that already. I don't have any level two spell slots, no. Mm. Oh. Eldritch Knights are the dumbest spellcasters in the game. <laughs> Let me tell you all about Eldritch Knights, guys. That's because you're a fighter. You get action, you get action surge, dude. Come on. <laughs> you guys keep praising Tokus' smarts, but I'm literally the dumbest spellcaster <laughs> in all the land. Okay, I was thinking you already had second level spells, but... I do not. So, I'd like the rush of casting a level two spell, please, with the crystal's soul energy. Once you go level two, you never go back. <laughs> All right, here it comes. That, my friends... Oh, that's not terrible. That is a 17 to hit. Hmm, that will hit. Uh, I don't have enough d8s for this, actually. All right, here we go. I guess you can't use it, then. <laughs> right? Ooh! I rolled max on the hex die on one of the... Ooh, And nice. uh, also on one of the d8s. So, so far, I'm rocking 18 damage. Oof. And... Another 8. So that's, uh... 26. 26. 26 plus 7? 33. Is 33. 33 damage. And now I'd like to action surge, and I'm going to do it again. And oh Tokus pulls goodness. more energy from the crystal and says, I need more power. And pulls another charge from the crystal. This is for the Rathgon Hills gnomes, even though we've never been attacked by giants. <laughs> All right, that time I only rolled a 16 to hit. That's, that's cool, Tokus. I'm down with it. We've been attacked by the giants many times, so do your worst. All right, that also hits. Here it comes. Oh, I rolled another six on the hex die. Oh, no, but I rolled low on my d8s this time. No. So that's only ten damage so far. Two more d8s coming. Oh, man, that's healthy. Eighteen damage from that chromatic orb that was also acid. All right. Did the first attack seem like it was resisted? Tokus would take note of that. Uh, no. He's just a giant. He He's... probably doesn't have any resistances at all. Okay, so rapid fire Tokus releases two of these shadow charged chromatic orbs of awesome. Yes. <laughs> nice. You feel your soul become just a little <sighs> bit blacker. Fifty-one points of damage. <laughs> wow. <laughs> nice. Brutal. And Tokus just slumps over, and I drop the crystal, <laughs> and he's exhausted from the... He clumps. Clumps yeah, to the ground. Clump to the ground. Well, I don't want him to be prone, but, but I imagine after doing all that, he's got to be exhausted, right? Mm-hmm. The best magic systems are the ones where you get tired after. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's true. It's just fact. It's just science. Yeah, I think that's a great mechanic. That's an awesome idea. You feel the power of the crystal flowing through you as you charge up your vials and shoot them at the giant. And as you cast the second one, the crystal seems to suddenly become hungrier. You can feel it starting to pull your own energy more strongly than it ever has before. Yikes. Oh, no. It's almost like there's a drawback to all these (laughs) evil magic that I've been toying with. (laughs) (laughs) Almost. (laughs) Who'd have thunk it? Kind of. Kind of like that. But, but, Uh. guys, so much extra damage from the crystal. (laughs) You're not sure exactly what it means. You might be able to examine it later and figure something out, but you can feel its intense pull and draining your own energy. Yeah. I already used my item interaction to get it out of the box. I can't put it back into the box. <laughs> nope. The giant is not dead. It's not dead? Oh my <laughs> goodness. Come on. We have all, we, you have more than 50 hit points. I don't have more than that many hit yeah, points. You, you have almost. I'm at 49. Okay, all right. 49, okay, yeah, not more than 50. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. See, yeah, I'm yeah, no. Tokus. I don't have yeah. 50 uh, I only did 50 damage. <laughs> I feel so bad for myself. I, I did max out the hex deces, which felt great. So you think that a giant that's 5.3 times your height shouldn't have as many hit points as you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. I'm just sad now that I blew my action surge to not kill it. <laughs> and uh, most of my spell slots uh, hmm. I have one spell slot remaining, guys Well, it was worth it It was worth it You got your money's worth uh, Do you move anywhere? Or are you still like, standing at the edge of the... I would like to move between the giant and Shaba You can't make it that far No, I can't Yeah, he moves faster than you And he specifically ran away from you But, like, can I step so that the giant and Shaba and I... No, that would require moving even farther than he did Okay. Mm. Shaba ran toward the giant, is what you're saying? No, I ran sidelong. You went slightly towards the giant, and he would have to go farther towards the giant in order to get in front of you. I'd ah, like to move towards where Shaba is. <laughs> I was kind of doing that so that we could split him, like force him to go after one or the other, kind of like when you're running away from something, you split up so that your pursuer you has to You want me to go the other direction? So that we can potentially either flank him or just not both get clobbered over the edge. But Tokus is a protection fighter, of course. That's true. He does shine by protecting people. Yeah, that's why I was thinking of getting close to you, but alright, let's hope that we split them. No, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Maybe he should just come at both of us. I don't know. Hard hard decision. Okay, so I am going to move. Okay. okay. Yeah, I mean, that was what you were going to do at first, so. Alright, so you run after Shaba. You get you can't quite reach him because he did a full move. The giant there is reeling from the acid and your dark energy that you have splashed it with. But <laughs> that seems to only enrage it further. Ah, yes. Mm. Like you do. <laughs> it takes several large lumbering steps towards you, scoops up another big rock and all of the dirt that was attached to it. And this time <laughs> its anger is very clearly directed at Tokus. Ew, dirt. <laughs> Don't get too dirty, Tokus. It'll be hard to wash off your new armor. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. 
Did I up my character sheet? Are you kidding me? <laughs> you forgot <laughs> no, to update no, no, no. your character sheet. I'm at 19. After, <laughs> after all that? No, no, that's not what I was reacting to. Oh. You roll another <laughs> one? I rolled another natural one. What? <laughs> okay, time to throw the die in the trash. Yep. Time yep. to throw it in yeah. the trash. Punish it. Saving throws for the manticores. Two of them were natural ones. Both of the giant's attack rolls were natural ones. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> combat has been going horrible. <laughs> Had a bunch of manticores <laughs> fall out of the sky. Two of them hit the ground. <laughs> that D20 is dead to you. It has failed you yeah. for the last time. Like my old friend Joe used to do, you have to punish that die by putting it in the freezer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> or melting it down for scrap. I'm just amazed <laughs> at the odds of all of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the odds of our survival yeah. just went up. Now, that's not a metallic die, is it, Thane? No. From Metallic Dice Games? talking about that's why it's rolling so poorly see metallic die never betray me that's right that's right my 51 came from metallic dice games.com that's right and one of those natural 20s i rolled earlier was on a metallic dice games die and you can get 10 percent off your next order at metallic dice games.com by using discount code dgp10 what go check it out they've got all kinds of different dice they've got plastic dice metal dice gemstone dice unicorn dice hollow metal Dice. Dice with seashells in them. It's all, it's great. They've got tons of stuff. Go check them out. MetallicDiceGames.com. Use DGP10 for 10% off your next order. So the boulder slams into the ground next to you and then careens off into the crevice behind you. Or crevasse. Is there any significant difference between those two words? It is the crevasse, I it's believe. The crevasse. Yeah. One of them is slightly wider than the other. <laughs> yes. You have like a crevice and you have a crevasse, you know? Right. The so crevasse. That's the difference. The long A is makes it wider. So it careens off into the crevasse behind you, flies across to the other side, and then smashes into the opposite end and causes another minor earthquake. Wow. And as though it's your turn. That poor giant. The giant, oh, by the way, the giant has almost reached the other two, so okay. he's about 10 feet away from Tokus right now. Oh, boy. I've got one, one last shot before the end of my life. And for the manticores, the two of them st- disappeared below the tree line, and you haven't seen them again. And the other two have begun to fly back up, but they're still 60 feet down. Would I know with... I guess it wasn't my knowledge check. I probably wouldn't know if they tend to attack in melee or not. Did you make a check to learn anything about them? I had, but it was low. It was a lot lower than Shabba's. I remember that. Okay. Then you don't know. Okay. Yeah, I mean, theoretically, they have scratchy, scratchy claws and bitey, bitey teeth, but who knows? And spiky, spiky tails. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm just going to ready a crossbow shot for when they get within 30 feet. 30? Oh, my. Okay. That's cutting it close. It's, uh, It's about all I can do unless I want disadvantage. Oh, it's 30? I thought it was 80 for a crossbow, or is that long range? With uh, hand crossbows. Oh, a hand crossbow. It is 30, oh. <laughs> a whopping 30 foot for close range, yeah. Yes, you did mention that change. Yeah, like I said, downgrade. <laughs> <laughs> You're more of a melee bard anyway, so you should be wanting to get in closer range. Well, especially yeah. now. Yeah, especially now. Especially yeah. now. <laughs> but like, being College of Swords, you've already kind of, we're heading in that direction yeah but it's it is true. nice to have a ranged attack well the thunder wave is still pretty far right no 15 feet 15 oh feet. yeah so no not really so uh. you're like more <laughs> melee than me now yeah basically maybe you should take the wand of web now as well oh that's true i have hypnotic pattern that's about as rangy as i get right now 
Anyway, I shot across the chasm. We'll talk about it afterwards. <laughs> okay, let me take my turn first. Okay, okay, go for it. All right, so I ready a crossbow shot. When they get within 30 feet, uh, item interaction, I will draw a short sword. The magical variety. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Gun and sword style. Yeah. Yeah, you're like a witch hunter now. Yeah, totally, dude. <laughs> I like it. So the wounded manticore takes a bit of a wider swing, and it's flying up away from you, and launches its tail spikes. Oof. Doesn't quite sweep into that juicy 30-foot range, no? No, not this. Mm-hmm. So that one's hit, hit, miss. Uh, yeah, I have no more reactions for things like that. And you're saving it for your attack anyway, I guess. Mm. And you take, ouch, 18 damage between those two. Oof, wow. Uh, the right. second manticore that's not injured It hurts Flies closer towards you And so you can take your shot Alright, that is a 25 to hit Hit oh. For 7 damage In hindsight, shooting that manticore was a bad idea <laughs> <laughs> It's okay I would have maybe done the same thing uh, It's too bad that um, they don't die like bees After they eject their stinger <laughs> Get hypnotized? <laughs> oh, yeah Yeah, <laughs> yeah that too these don't <laughs> always die when they sting. Just almost always. Oh, really? Well, I don't want to be the lone bee that survives without a stinger. It also depends somewhat on the species. I think there are some species that always die, and others that only sometimes do. In fairness, Jay, this makes for more interesting combat. You're right. It's more interesting, but also more deadly. And it didn't have to be. Aslo basically one-shotted them, and I undid that. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about this? Let's talk strat real quick. And Tokus turns around and talks to Shaba and says, Why don't I take the big guy and why don't you help Aslo? And we see him impaled by a few more of these huge needles. I shout, I'm having some trouble over here. <laughs> Seriously, Stripey's not doing much. Why don't you give me Stripey? You swap out and, and shoot down some of these birds. What do you think? Because I have the giant marked right now and he's 10 feet away. Yeah, but you can switch your mark, can't you? No. Oh, shoot. Not until the creature dies. Okay, well, let's down this one that we're going to save Aslo. And you know what? <laughs> Even if he dies, he still has that uh, amulet, periapt, so... Yeah, it's true. We don't want you to die, but you, you didn't hear that, did you, Aslo? <laughs> also, Stripey is on my side of the ravine, not yours. I know, but maybe he should, you know, because he's doing nothing to the manticore <laughs> so far. Well, that's the thing. They may go into melee. They haven't really had a chance yet. So wait, they scraped the spines so that the spines have been scraped, right? They did that last round too, though, so they can do it multiple times. Are their tails like still covered in spines or? Yeah, they, they can do it twice. Yeah, I don't think we know how many spines. They have many spines. I mean, the number is decreasing, but there are many of them. Oh, but they are finite. Yeah. Well, yeah, like most ammunition. Okay. I think that'd be pretty overpowered if they just grew back that quickly. I bet they take a while to come back. <laughs> but they have enough of them that they're probably not going to run out before this fight ends one way or the other. I was afraid of that. Yeah, I mean, I think I just didn't want Stripey to leave Aslo on his own in case he gets melee Right, you didn't know that we were going to be facing the giant at the time. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens this next round. So, as I was saying, with the second manticore, it flies closer, you shoot it with your bolt, which sticks in its shoulder and annoys it, and it flies up, lands onto the ledge right next to you, and tries to bite and claw you. However, it only manages to claw you once. Okay. So Stripey doesn't get his his readied attack when it lands up there? Yes, Stripey can attack too. Okay. He's not going to take him down, so I'll just say you take seven damage from the claws. 
Yikes, indeed. Oh, boy. Uh, Stripey got a 19 to hit. Hit. For 11. Dimash. Stripey bites ferociously. That's what I'm talking about, old friend. <laughs> Shaba. I will expend a second charge targeting <laughs> the giant who is becoming ever closer. Now you're not going to shoot me, are you? <laughs> no, no, no. But I'm directly in line between you and the giant. No, you remember you couldn't get there. Oh, I couldn't. You, you didn't okay. have enough movement. Oh, okay. So you're good. And I'm contemplating rubbing the lucky rabbit's foot. I think I will do that. Hmm, yeah, I mean, this is the last charge you're willing to spend. Yeah, this is the last charge. Well, for now. We'll see. But yes, I'll rub the lucky rabbit's foot and take advantage. I got a natural 20. Hey! hey! Was that when you rolled both dice? Uh, it was. Ooh. Well, I mean, I rolled them both at the same time, so... I got an 8 and a 20. A natural 20, when you get a critical hit with all of those dice... Yeah. It's actually the, the lightning is doubled as well. It's part of the attack. I think it doubles all of your damage dice, yeah. Wow. What? Wow. The lightning is <laughs> doubled? <laughs> oh, are we going to have another 51? All right, so I've got a D8 for my regular attack. I've got... A D6 for the hunter's <laughs> mark. I've got 4D6 for the lightning. So 10D6 and 2D8? Uh, yes, exactly. So I take oh, three. My I'm just going to go ahead and get that out of the way. All right, here we go. <laughs> Plus three. <laughs> so eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 20, 25 from the first half. <laughs> and then uh, 29, 30... 35, 41 plus 3, 44 damage. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Kablam. <laughs> that's, that's pretty sweet. Ah. Is it 44 damage? 44. That was a good use of the lightning. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes. Yeah. Kavaki speaks and he is pleased. He smiles down upon us. Your lightning strikes the giant and he's just blackened and singed. His hair is smoking. <laughs> The club that he was holding is split with a big crack down the side because of the lightning coursing through it, and he's weaving back and forth, but still standing on his feet. Oh, boy. Mm. Now Stripey used his reaction to trigger off that ready, right? So he can't attack now? Is that correct? Uh, correct. Okay. But it is his turn next. Yes. Yeah, that's a 12 to hit the manticore. Probably not, right? No, I missed. Okay. All right. Um... I think Stripey wants to move into flanking. He wants to kind of circle around the manticore uh, to flank him with Aslo. And then he will end his turn. Okay. Yes, you can do that. So you've got both of you standing kind of near the cliff face with the manticore in between you. Okay. Okay. Tokus. Let's go time. The giant is within my moving distance. He's ten feet away. Oh, he's right in front of me. That's right. Did you do anything with the crystal? No, it's still with me. Still sucking out my life forces. <laughs> Putting the crystal away would mean I'm sheathing my rapier, right? The crystal's small. You can hold it and a sword at the same time. It's attached to your viola pult, and the viola pult is worn, so it doesn't re really require a hand. All right, so item interaction. I want to pluck the crystal out of the vial pult and put it back into the box. And as you close the box, you feel its draining influence cease. <sighs> Do I kind of come back to normal tokus a little bit? Your pupils re-dilate like, to a normal size. <laughs> your eyes had turned almost black because your pupils are so large. Yeah. 
You're going to pay, Giant, for all the horrible things that someone related to you caused Shaba's father to be dead. (laughs) 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 And that's where I gnomish battle cry, and I charge, and I will attack. Why isn't that your just like your normal tagline, your normal uh, catchphrase? <laughs> nope, yeah. it's only gonna happen specifically here in this fight this time. Uh, all right, fine. I think I'm gonna go for a multi-tech. That was a natural one. Well, uh, hang on, hang on, but I'm really strong now, so no, natural one always misses. Yeah, yeah, that's all that it does. Even if I use the bardic. All right, second attack. Let's try that again. <laughs> oh, better. Thirteen plus four plus three. That hits. And I rolled a 2 on the d6 and a 5 on my d8, but I'm adding my strength bonus to it. So that would be 11 total. You really just need to write all these numbers down in an easy way that you can understand and remember what all these things are. Yeah, for (laughs) real. Yeah, it's nice to have everything laid out. It's only episode 106. (laughs) Right, (laughs) 5. Yeah, that's a number I need to change right here. Change it. So with your second attack, you stab the already acidified and lightninged and necrotic giant (laughs) who's all sorts of damage types against him. Mm. The dark energy from your hex runs through your blade, and the giant wavers one last time before falling to its knees and then forward onto its face. Oh! (laughs) On top of me. (laughs) And Tokus is like, guys... Guys, someone, please. (laughs) Just a little hand sticking out. (laughs) You have time to move out of the way before it falls all the way. Okay, so I gracefully step out of the way. Oh, man. Wow. (sighs) Bigger they are, the harder they fall. Yes. Mm -hmm. Crush Tokus. I will now call you Tokus, Giant Slayer. (laughs) I have a new little tile that's added to my character. You know, the little, when you're playing MMO, they have the... Thing that floats above your head. Yeah. So as you say it, it just etches into the little <laughs> player interface above my head. Select your active title. Yeah. Yes. That's way better than my last one. I'll take it and I swap out my previous title, which was... Oh, it was from you. You gave me my last title, Shaba. I did indeed. It's true. I'm no longer Tokus the Swiftmaker. Now I'm right. mm. Tokus the Giant Slayer. <laughs> that is a bit more prestigious. And I'll spend the rest of my move to move towards the bridge. Oh, wait, no, I... Uh, oh, I can't even move that far. <laughs> I, I need to get close to Aslo. He needs me. So that's where I'm headed. All of this is happening in his head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think if you could jump that distance in combat. You can, as long as you use a dash. Move towards the cliff on this round. That'll count as your running start. Right, and then right. Next turn, cast jump, then yeah. do it. Yeah. Jump is a bonus action, right? The ring is a bonus yeah. action? Sweet. Aslo, it's your turn, and where you are next to this one manticore, you can actually see now that it's wearing a collar. Oh. Whoa, dude. Weird. I catalog that information in my steel trap of a brain, where I will definitely not forget it, and then I take my turn. You look on the giant's belt, and there's like a little key ring with a clicker on it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, interesting. Okay, so the bad news is, I am at two HPs. (laughs) Goodness. The good news is, Stripey and I are flanking, right? That is the good news, yes. I will drop hand crossbow, item interaction, pull out my other short sword. 
go for my first attack. His sword is charged, isn't it? From the hypnotic pattern? No, it's only one round. It's only one round, that's right. Ah, gotcha. Good to know. First attack. I know we've been over this, but we hardly talk about that, so... (laughs) The Kingslayer, right? The Kingslayer, that's right. Because we killed the king with it? No, because we got it from the king and it slays things. And it slays things, yeah. (laughs) It's more like King, comma, slayer. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, So on my two d20s, I got a five and a one. So I'm going to re-roll that one, because I'm a halfling, lucky. Uh, okay, that turned into a natural 20. Oh, <laughs> uh, what? Oh, there it is. Wow. All right. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> lucky indeed. Tell me, man, halflings are the best. <laughs> Double damage. Uh, well, I rolled a one and a two on my... <laughs> As I was like, oh, no. This is the most dramatic turn I've ever had in D&D, ever. So many ups and downs. So three plus three is six. It's a roller coaster of emotion. <laughs> Can't you, like, flourish or something? Well, as it turns out, I am going to use Blade Flourish. Yes! So, uh, six piercing damage first. Spend a Bardic Inspiration die to use Defensive Flourish. Uh, so, roll a D8. Come on, please be good. Alright, three. So I deal an extra three damage to it, and then I also get to add three to my armor class until my next turn. Mm, nice. Now I take my second attack. And that's another natural 20. <laughs> what? Oh my goodness. That was a 19 and a 20. So you see the difference in luck between your side and my side in this combat? <laughs> yeah, you've rolled as many Ridiculous. ones as we've rolled 20s, I think. <laughs> can you flourish again? I think it's if this weapon attack hits, you can do it. I, it. I just have to spend a bardic inspiration die each time. That's a downside. Yeah, but like, combat's... Almost over, you know? <laughs> you could just, like, be super awesome. No, you can only use one blade flourish option per turn. It's in there. Ah, uh, okay. Ah, uh, okay, okay. All right, so damage is six, three, so tw- another 12 damage. Nice. I believe it's pronounced damage, but awesome. Uh, yeah, damageio, excuse damage. me. <laughs> right, we're the damage guild. Right. And, <laughs> yeah, that's our French counterparts, <laughs> the damage guild. Um, and my AC is set to an 18 for the rest of this turn. When they listen in France, our, our French listeners. Yeah, over in French land, I believe, is what that's called. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't call them French fries over there. Do they call them American fries? No, they they call them frites. Frites? Oh, uh, yeah. And uh, if you've ever watched certain movies, uh, they call it a Royale with cheese instead of a quarter pounder <laughs> with cheese. Ah. <laughs> is that true? Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. I don't believe you. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's not true. I've never actually looked it up. But that is one of my favorite movies. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Pulp Fiction. Never seen it? No, it's a it's a cult classic. It is. By a master filmmaker. Yeah, it's Tarantino. It's another cult classic that has uh, swept under the radar of the ever-perceiving Thane. Yeah, Tarantino, who's one of my favorite filmmakers, who did The Hateful Eight, which is what my mini-arc in our bonus campaign was sort of loosely based on. That whole, mm. like, stuck in a lodge during a blizzard with a bunch of mm. people you, you're not sure that's of. Right. Their motivations. By the way, that's on our patreon patreon.com slash damage guild check it out if you haven't yet because we have a whole another bonus campaign where we all play different characters and thane plays and we each take a turn dming it's pretty great 
So uh, give that a listen. Give that a look. That sounds awesome. I remember that uh, adventure. <laughs> it was epic. Oh, thank you. I had fun. Speaking of cults, what happens next? <laughs> I didn't quite get where that was coming from. <laughs> yeah, my, my poor segue. <laughs> the one manticore next to you makes its attacks. It misses with its bite. You dodge one of its claws thanks to your flourish. Okay. And the other one strikes you. Oh, no. And... It was actually a critical hit. Ooh. Yikes. So you take 14 damage and go down. Okay, I'm down. Mm. But not dead. Oh, boy. Drop like a sack of potatoes. Yeah, it must be nice not having to do death saves. It's great, actually. Yeah, you should try it sometime. <laughs> yeah, we should. you should try dying sometime just to see what it's like <laughs> while wearing the parry haft. thing is actually a really powerful magic item. That might be the most powerful magical item that we own. Other than your gauntlets. And the bow. Well, yeah, the bow's pretty up there, too. <laughs> They're all powerful in different ways. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right that not having to make death saves is really strong. Uh, the second manticore continues its wide circle upwards, and I'm going to randomly pick who it attacks this time. It circles around and flings its spikes at Shaba. Uh-oh. And he's not close to me, is he? Is that the one with my arrow sticking out of it? Yes, it is. Okay. And I think he's too far for you to block. All three hit. Uh-oh. Yikes. Was this one attack or several? Three attack rolls. Hmm. In one action. I feel a stone's endurance coming on. Yeah, that's what was in my mind, too, but if they're all separate... Yeah. Okay, so I'll give you their damage individually, and you can say if you want to use it after each one. Okay. Four points? Nope. Six points? Mm, nah. Seven points? Yes. Mm. <laughs> uh, I absorb five of those seven, so I take 12 total, right? Yes. Okay. And it has made its way upwards, so it's flying above the cliff side. Okay. And a little higher than your heads, basically. And off to the right as you look back towards where your other companions are. Okay. Hmm. Shaba's turn now. I shall attempt to shoot it. Uh, that probably doesn't hit, though. That is a 13. 13 does not hit. Dang it. Can Stripey make a reaction? Stripey makes a reaction whenever I make an attack, yes. Stripey will react to the one next to him. Um, and that's crap. That's also a 13. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but it is his turn now, so he'll attack. Lucky 13. He's flanking with Aslo's corpse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, that one's better. That's a 22. I'm not a corpse yet. <laughs> and he does 11. All right. His damage is solid with those 2d4, but he's got a plus 5 bonus on that, so it's actually pretty good. Wow. Is that just from strength, or is that it's proficiency? Strength plus he gets my proficiency bonus. Oh, that's sweet. You have a proficiency of five? No, it's plus three, and he has a plus two of strength. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, all right, we're all we're all wrapped up for the round. We're all done. So Stripey digs into the manticore. Took us. I will hex the one that Shaba just marked and uh, let loose a fire vial. Oh, that probably doesn't hit. Actually, which one did you mark an attack? Was it the one flying or the one on the ground? The one flying. Okay. Am I still bardicked? Unless you've used it, then. Yes. And I did not use it in my encounter with a giant. You did not? No, I don't think you did either. Okay, so I rolled a 5, but it's an 11 with my intellect, so should I bardic? 
you probably have a like about a 50-50 shot, I'm guessing. Right, with a D8. Their armor yeah. class is probably like a 15 14, or 16. 15. Yeah, I don't know. 14 to 16, maybe. So let's go for it. Yeah. Yeah, this could bridge the gap. Yeah, go for it. Give it a shot. Roll the dice. That was a 4. Okay, so that makes it a 15. 15 hits. Yes! Yes! Hey! Oh! Hey. Yeah! All right. All right. <laughs> Let's get some uh, D10s rolling here. Suddenly I don't feel terrible. Even though Asla just got dropped and I feel pretty terrible. (laughs) Ooh, I just got a... Okay, so that's 20. 14, fire, 6, necrotic. Wow. Wow. With one attack? Or two attacks now? I rolled two D10 when it comes to my firebolts now. Yeah, your firebolts are very powerful now. Wow. And the hex dice was a 6. Wow, dude. It's a pretty hefty attack. That is hefty <laughs> indeed. So you badly singe the manticore's mane as it flies by? I'd like to move closer to Shaba if I can bridge that distance. Yeah, we're pretty close together now. Okay. Can I get within five feet of Jay? Yeah. You were planning to jump across, so you kind of moved away from him to jump, but... I have changed my mind. Okay. Yeah, I, w- I just want to be able to protect Shaba. You'd rather leave him there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get him later. Exactly. I, I'm aware of the amulet. T- Tokus knows about the amulet. Just play dead. Uh, be fine. Yeah. And I don't care about Stripey. I'm going to protect Shaba. The manticore is just standing there, and it like looks across the chasm and looks you in the eye and takes its paw and just shoves Aslo over the side. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, then the amulet won't work then. Like a cat. <laughs> oh, if you die outright, the amulet does nothing. So Yeah. 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 It doesn't do that, but the manticore that's on the ground next to Aslo scoops him up in its mouth oh, and no. starts to take off. What? That's what I was worried about. What? Stripey gets to make an attack as he flies away. Oh, no! Oh, no. What? <laughs> Aslo, no! Come on, man! Sweet cripes. Uh, and that's the last we ever saw of him. Uh, and Stripey's gonna miss <laughs> with a 12. Oh my goodness. The other one is pretty badly wounded, and he doesn't seem like he wants to try to swoop in for a fight. So he throws one volley of spikes and then starts to fly after the other one that's retreating. Oh no. And these spikes will go towards Mm. Shaba again. Alright, and I will try to protect you, Shaba. I mean, er, I I will protect you. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if that affects all of them, though. There's only one of them. Yeah. So... Do you want to just use it on the first one, second one, third one? Uh, yeah, we, we mean, whichever one hits him, I want to... You can't do it that way. Ah. <laughs> mm, sure, uh, the first one. <laughs> okay. It just imposes disadvantage on one of your rolls, right? Yes. Okay. Mm, that's right. One spike makes it through your defenses and strikes you for eight points of damage. Okay. And then both the manticores are flying away. One of them is weighed down a little bit. Although, Aslo does not weigh very much, so maybe he's not actually weighed down. I try to weigh more. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't make it very far, but they're kind of flying up and over the canopy, actually on your side of the ravine. So they cross over to our side? They're a little closer to us, though? They're a little closer, but they have some tree cover, because they're a little over your head also. So when it's flying away, does it s- seem like is a fairly heavy thing for it to carry yeah how much do you weigh with all your gear this is just really this is where having this on D beyond would be helpful yeah so at the beginning of the campaign you were 62 pounds with your gear okay and it's probably not a whole lot heavier than that now yeah i haven't gained a 
a lot more than that. Put on some weight, but no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you got a few more pounds. Yeah. I don't think that's enough to cause it significant stress in trying to fly. Yeah. These are strong creatures. I was just kind of trying to get an idea of whether by looking at the way it was flying with him, if I could tell sort of how far it would be able to get, like if it would have to alight pretty soon. Yeah, it's probably not going to be able to fly for miles or anything, but it could probably fly out of sight. Mm. It would be general guess with your ranger skills. So where they're positioned now, we don't have a clear line of sight to them? He's actually, they would both still be over the ravine, but only barely, and about to go above tree cover on your side. So if you shot him down now, with their momentum, they would probably land on the ground. On the, safely on the side <laughs> of the ravine. Okay, that's that's what I needed to know. With minimal damage anyway. Okay. Or you could ready your action until they cross over that threshold. Just to be safe. Just to be extra careful, yeah. You hear Aslo's voice in your head. <laughs> Shabba's turn. <sighs> uh, Shabba, do something! <laughs> I'm gonna Tokus. And I raise my bow toward the manticore with Aslo in its mouth. Oh, no. And as it crests the point of where I know that if I shoot it down now, it's not going to just drop into the ravine, (laughs) I expend the third charge on my (gasps) lightning bow. What? Finally, something that (laughs) makes you want to use the last charge. This is my fault, Tokus. This is all my fault. If I had not shot that manticore, all four of them would probably be dead. Shaba, you can't blame yourself. Not while you've got this really important shot. <laughs> okay, all right, for now. Uh, you know, and after we're unemployed and looking for new work. <laughs> I have no way to gain advantage, so it's just this die. Just this one mm. die. And this one's not marked, is it? No, it's not marked. Hey, you know, but we could follow them to the cave and we could find Aslo's remains and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Uh, lucky rabbit's foot session inspiration. I've used both. They're all used. I've used okay. both. Jeez. I I have nothing. I, I have no way to gain advantage on this. You hear <laughs> in your mind's eye, Aslo, and he says something inspiring. If I don't make this shot, Aslo will never give me a compliment again, and not just because he doesn't want to. <laughs> Oh, boy. Okay. All right. I need to actually release this die from my hand, but I can't seem to do it. I'm just sitting here shaking the die. Okay. I'm going to roll it. I'm going to roll it. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, no. 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 Don't tell us. It's not even even worth saying. I miss. I miss. Was it a one? It was a three. Because if you were a halfling. Yeah, exactly. Uh, now I have to roll to see if I get a one and if the bow just disintegrates in my hand. Oh, what if the bow disintegrates oh, and Aslo gets oh, blown away? No. Oh. Okay, luckily I got a 13 <sighs> on that one, which is right next to the one, by the way, on a d20. Everybody pick up a d20 who's listening to this right now. The 13's mm. right next to the one. Oh, man. It's true. Oh, why couldn't I have rolled that in the opposite order? (laughs) 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 So the lightning bolt shoots past the manticore, singes its hairs, but Uh, deals no damage. 